When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today's topic is going to be pregnancy. Now, you're thinking, gentlemen, you're probably thinking, I don't have to listen to this. I'm not going to get pregnant. It's really important you do listen to the show because we're going to talk about things that are going to affect you and how you can affect the woman who's getting pregnant, but also the health of the baby. So this is really important. So whether you plan on having babies or don't, you still need to listen to this, not just for you, but your friends and your family as well. So one of the questions I get all the time is, Dr. Joe, is it okay if I eat a vegan diet while I'm pregnant? Is it okay to eat a plant-based diet? And extra nutrients are needed while you're pregnant, but there's a lot of other things that go into this as well. Now, this is an important topic because so many people end up pregnant and don't know what to do. And they have no idea what to do. They have no plans. And so this is going to be a little concise packet that you can give to people to say, okay, this is what I need to do if I do get pregnant first. Let's start with nutritional considerations for a healthy pregnancy, not just a vegan pregnancy. This is the thing that always makes me laugh. People say, well, Dr. Joe, you know, you're going to go protein deficient if you don't eat animal products. I've been a vegan for about 34 years now. I'm not protein deficient. I've never met a vegan who's protein deficient. You don't need that much protein. So here's the thing. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, we have a whole show we did on protein. So number one, don't worry about protein. In fact, my concern with pregnant women is not the people that are, are vegan or are plant-based. My concern is the people that are eating a horrible diet overall. Now, vegan is not a horrible diet. It's a great diet. But so many people are eating a bad diet, and it's going to have an adverse effect on the kids. In fact, just this morning, before I came into the studio, there was a news report that showed that overweight children, it affects what's called their prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that gives you logic and reasoning. Um, and, and children, and until you're about 25, the prefrontal cortex isn't formed. So what happens is, this is kids do stupid things. Anybody ever a kid? Anybody do stupid things? Of course you did. But kids do stupid things because that part of the brain that will determine uh, if you're going to uh, weigh the risks and the benefits isn't formed yet. It's called the prefrontal cortex. And what they found was in overweight children, that the prefrontal cortex didn't form as well. So the question came up, did the prefrontal cortex cause the obesity or did the obesity cause the prefrontal cortex issues? We don't know that yet, but we've done shows on weight loss as well and the dangers of too much fat in the body. So when it comes to a diet for pregnancy, I want you to be healthy regardless of what you're eating, but I find in my research, the best diet would be a plant-based diet or a vegan diet. So vegan pregnancy is one of the most uh, uh, top, highest topics that come up. People ask me questions about, but it's also a very exciting time for women. It can also be one of the most stressful time being pregnant. So dealing with various symptoms and changes, all while trying to figure out what to eat, provide the best nutrition for the growing fetus, uh, dealing with the changes in your body, the hormones, it can be a little crazy as well. 
So pregnancy is a high metabolic and nutritionally demanding phase of your life. So this means a bit more nutritional planning and consideration is necessary to meet the drastic physiological changes. It doesn't mean eating more food until the last uh, trimester, but it does mean eating better food. So can you have a thriving and healthy pregnancy while being vegan? The answer is a resounding yes. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, the nation's largest organization of dietetics, published a paper on plant-based diets saying that a vegan diet is healthy and nutritionally adequate for pregnant women. There it is. It can be done. But here's the thing. People always lose their minds about vegans, but they don't lose their minds about people sitting down to alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, so an artificial sweetener. No one seems to be upset over that. So I want you to think of this as not just a vegan uh, protocol, but as a healthy protocol. So as long as there's appropriate planning, as women who forego meat products are at a higher risk of being lower in some nutrients, like iron and B12, but women that eat a high animal-based diet run the risk of having steroids, chemicals, hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, herbicides, tranquilizers, genetically modified food, not enough fiber. Glyphosate, which is a hormone-disrupting chemical that we use to kill weeds. So both sides need to listen and say, okay, what, what can I do, no matter what my food choices are, what can I do to get healthy? So with the rise of vegan products, and it's everywhere now, uh, things like plant-based milks, you're probably getting your B12 and your iron from fortified foods, and it's probably not as concerning as it once was. And again, if you're eating a good diet, and anything red and anything green is going to give you iron. So iron is, is not a big issue as long as you're eating good variety. So you can be vegan and not have a healthy diet. You can be eating uh, cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas and not eating fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds and still say, well, I'm vegan. I don't need any animal products. Save the world, save the animals. That's all great. I, I support that 100%, but it doesn't mean you're eating a good diet. So regardless of what your choices are, um, the demands uh, with the added social pressures, pregnancy can be a very stressful time for all women, especially the first time around. And I mean, there's a commercial now. It's something about, you know, first baby and the mother's interviewing a woman and she says, well, you don't have your PhD in childcare, so we're not going to hire you. And the second baby, she like hands the kid off and goes, here, kid's yours. See you in a couple hours. So the first baby is always a very stressful time, but what you eat is going to determine how healthy this baby is. So a vegan diet avoids all animal products of all kinds, including uh, meat, eggs, dairy, fish, uh, sometimes honey. A good vegan diet is not going to have honey in it. But vegans get their nutrients from a plant-based diet. Here's the thing. Where do animals, where do cows and pigs and chickens, where do they get their nutrients from? From plants. So the nutrients are there in the plants. We are designed to eat plants. Some people eat them second time around after another animal eats them, or we can eat them directly. So you, if you're going to eat foods like beans, legumes, uh, organic soy, nuts, seeds, whole grains, fruits and vegetables, you're going to get all the nutrients that you need. So don't freak out over that. Today, parents can confidently choose a vegan pregnancy and with reliable information at their fingertips, um, and it's everywhere, like this show. So if you like this show, if you know somebody who's pregnant, somebody's going to get pregnant, send them a link to this show. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Let them listen to it. So a growing body of personal and professional resources, as well as supportive uh, virtual communities, now you've got the internet, of course, it's becoming increasingly uh, accessible to get good information on any type of diet, and making sure you're getting all the right nutrients. So let's talk about nutrition considerations for a vegan diet. Number one, eat enough. There's a common misconception that pregnancy requires double the amount of calories than normal. That's not true. Seeing as there's two people in your body, you have to eat twice as much. No, the baby, when it first starts out, is microscopic. 
And even when it's born, it's only, what, eight pounds, 10 pounds? So you don't have to eat twice as much. And too much food can be very dangerous for you and the baby. So in reality, caloric intake should remain about the same during the first trimester. Increase a little bit, maybe two, 300 calories a day for the second and third trimesters. And since plant-based diets tend to be lower in calories, vegan women may need to pay a little extra attention to their calorie intake. Not that big a deal. Have an extra avocado, have some extra nuts or seeds, you're gonna be fine. A good way to do this is by choosing more calorically dense foods. Like we said, avocados, plant-based milks, uh, nuts, seeds, beans, lentils. Some of the other great vehicles uh, that you can have are things like fruits and vegetables. You can make smoothies. You can add some ground up flaxseed into your smoothie. You can add some nut butters to it. I'm not a fan of peanut butter, personally. Peanuts have something in it called a mycotoxin, and mycotoxin can cause allergic reactions. So you can do almonds, you can do cashews, you can mix it up. What a lot of people do when they're pregnant, and a lot of people do when they're not pregnant, is they'll take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Now, they're two powders, if you've never heard of them. By far, my favorite supplements. I take a lot of other supplements, too, but they're awesome because it's the minimum amount of nutrients you need every single day. And the two powders, I take a scoop of each. I mix it with coconut milk, almond milk. You can mix it into a smoothie. At least once a day, I take Super Greens and Essential Source. And the biggest complaint I get from patients when I start taking it is, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I have access to this? Why didn't I know about these amazing supplements? Well, now you do. They're on the website, drjoe.com. That's drjoe.com. So as you're pregnant, Super Greens an essential source I consider vital. Um, you can even, if you want to start getting crazy, you can do things like baked goods, like banana oatmeal bread or tofu pancakes. But be careful with things like this. If you're going to do soy, it has to be organic. About 92% or 94%, depending on the study you read, of all the soy in this country is genetically modified. I am not a fan of genetically modified food. A lot of countries around the world, yay for them, have banned genetically modified food. We did a show, was it last week on soda, I think it was? And somebody, we, we, we do several shows, and this was one of the call-in shows we did, and somebody called in and said, why is it that you can't get high fructose corn syrup in certain countries, a lot of countries around the world? Because high fructose corn syrup is usually made with genetically modified corn or beets. And a lot of countries have banned genetically modified food. I hope someday that happens here. Because the research now is coming in over the years and it doesn't look good for genetically modified food. So if you're going to do corn and soy, they have to be organic. So please, I'm begging you, don't do them, first of all. But if you do do them, make sure it's organic. And that's really important because we don't want to get these chemicals and pesticides into your body because then it gets into the baby's body. And we're not sure exactly what's gonna happen from this yet, but it doesn't look good. So don't take that chance, because you have a baby and the baby's 10, 20 years old, and now suddenly we realize maybe that wasn't the best choice. Other things all women should take, take, take notice of. Pay attention to key nutrients. Micronutrients are essential for pregnant women. Micronutrients are your vitamins and minerals. Um, macronutrients are protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So if, you're, if, you, if you heard the word micro, ma macronutrients, now you know what they mean. So women have to make sure they're getting things like folate. Folate helps make something called DNA. DNA is the thing that makes, lets your cells replicate. It's what makes you you. And we need folate to have normal DNA, normal amino acids. Uh, it supports cell division, and it prevents something called neural tube defects and megaloblastic anemia. What does that mean? Neural tube is the, is the spinal cord. And you can have a defect in formation if you don't have enough folate. And this is why people freak out 
when they say, well, you can't, you got to make sure you get your meat, got to get your iron. <clears throat> Not so much important as it is uh, more important is going to be the folate. So that can cause neural tube defects. Megaloblastic anemia uh, is when the red blood cells aren't formed properly. So the recommendation uh, for women, pregnant women, is about six to 800 micrograms a day. This can easily be obtained through dark green leafy vegetables, oranges, nuts, whole grains, peas, beans, uh, enriched cereals, and breads. If you're going to do bread, I'm going to recommend, especially during pregnancy, you go gluten-free. And the reason is gluten is a protein. The weak gluten is different types of gluten. But the weak gluten has gliadin and glutenin in it. And that can get into the small intestine and irritate the small intestine, causing an inflammatory reaction. So we don't want an infl inflammatory reaction occurring when you're pregnant. And so I would recommend going gluten-free when you're pregnant. It's a really good idea. And if you're going to do wheat, which I don't think you should, but if you do, make sure it's organic. Because the non-organic wheat many times is sprayed with uh, weed killer, glyphosate. And the glyphosate, as we said, is an endocrine-disrupting hormone. Uh, it's a chemical that acts like an endocrine-disrupting hormone. So you want to stay away from it. So if you're going to do wheat, it's got to be organic or try to go gluten-free. I think that's a better choice. Most people, when they go gluten-free and dairy-free, are just thrilled. They are so excited. They feel so much better. First couple of days are a little challenging. People have a little challenge when they do it and go, well, I really miss my wheat. I miss my cheese. But after about three or four days, they go, wow, this is really easy to do. And I feel so much better. I'm sleeping better. My brain works better. I'm going to the bathroom better. Constipation is another issue that occurs with pregnancy in many cases. So you want to make sure that you're getting enough fiber, which you're going to get from your fruits and vegetables. The other thing we have to look at when you're pregnant is chiropractic care. Chiropractic care, if I, be, if I became like Grand Poobah of the universe, I would insist that everyone get their spine checked, just like get your teeth checked, but I would make it mandatory that pregnant women get chiropractic care. Because if the bones in the back move out of place, they can pinch nerves, and those nerves control organs. So the nerves in the low back control the colon, the sex organs, and the bladder. That's where the baby is. So it's affecting the baby. And the other thing that happens is structurally, the uterus attaches to the sacrum, which is your tailbone, by something called the broad ligament. So if the sacrum rotates, it can pull on the broad ligament, and that can put stress on the uterus, mechanical stress. So we can pinch nerves and blood vessels if the bones are out of place, and we can also put mechanical stress on the uterus. The other thing that happens is when a baby is born, the mother's hips have to be lined up properly. If they're not lined up properly, it can cause real problems in delivery. So my rule would be absolutely positively everyone who's pregnant should get a chiropractic evaluation. If everything's fine, it's fine. Nothing you can do. But if it's not fine, which it usually isn't, you got to get it fixed. There's also a hormone that's released when you're pregnant called relaxin. Relaxin does exactly what it says. It relaxes your ligaments so that the hips can spread and make room for the baby. Well, as the hips spread, they're more likely to come out of place. So you want to consider getting chiropractic care for multiple reasons, structurally as well as pinched nerves. And then, of course, coming to people like us who know the nutrition, the needs of a nutrition of a pregnant woman is really, really, really important. So if you ever do want to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, the Atlanta area, uh, and now West Cobb. You can go to our website, drjoe.com, and you can set up an appointment. Now, I know this show goes all over the world, so if it's something you want to talk about, you can always set up a nutrition consultation over the phone with either me or our dietitian. We have a dietitian on staff as well. Other considerations you have to have when you're pregnant, omega-3 fatty acids. These are needed to maintain healthy membranes around the eyes, around the brain. It helps with inflammation. It supports the function of the heart, the blood vessels, the lungs, the immune system, and it helps keep the hormones in balance. Now, 
There's some controversy over how much omega-3s you need, but I suggest the average person consume about 600 to 1,000 milligrams of good omega-3s, DHA and EPA. What the heck does that mean, DHA and EPA? If you're eating plant-based, things like flaxseed, things like macadamia nuts, they're high in something called ALA omega-3s. ALA has to be converted into DHA and EPA. It's just, the, these are the names of the different types of omega-3s. So some people say, well, Dr. Joe, the best source of omega-3 fatty acids will be what? Say it with me, fish, right? Well, fish don't produce DHA and EPA omega-3 fatty acids. Fish get it from eating smaller fish who eat smaller fish who eat algae. Algae is the purest form of omega-3 fatty acids. The risk I, you run when you're eating fish oils or eating fish is mercury. And in California, there's even warning signs on cans of tuna saying that pregnant women should only eat you know, X amount, a very little amount because of the risk of mercury, because mercury can cause severe damage to the fetus. So one thing I recommend to my patients is don't eat any fish, especially when you're pregnant because of the risk of mercury toxicity. And it's there, it's real, it is what it is. So if you want to get the omega-3s, where do I get my omega-3s? I get them from Dr. Joe's Omega-3. And it's on the website, drjoe.com, and it's a vegan form. It's, it's the algae oil. I take two capsules a day. It's right between 600 and 1,000 milligrams a day. And that's good for me because it helps my brain work, helps my, my membranes work better, helps my heart work, helps with inflammation. But for pregnant women, absolutely positively. Now, if you're eating animal products, you might be getting some omega-3 fatty acids, but I'd rather you get it from the purest source, which is the fish, uh, which is the algae, I'm sorry. So omega-3s, uh, again, you can find them in things like flaxseed, canola oil, which I'm not a big fan of. Canola oil is very high in omega-6 fatty acids, which cause inflammation. Don't like canola oil. Walnuts, hemp, and then, of course, the algae is going to be by far the best form of it. And that's on the website, drjoe.com. So, so far, for pregnant women, Dr. Joe's Super Green, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, Dr. Joe's Omega-3s. This is minimum that women should be taking. I'm also going to recommend Dr. Joe's B-Complex because you've got to make sure you're getting your B vitamins as well. Now, B12, we'll probably cover this a little later, but B12 comes from a breakdown. Bacteria, when they're eating, you know, let's say, flesh, okay, they'll, one of their waste products, one of the things they give off is B12. Now, if you're plant-based, if you're washing your fruits and vegetables, you're not going to get a lot of B12 because B12 comes from the soil and bacteria. So I do recommend washing your fruits and vegetables, but then I would recommend taking Dr. Joe's B-Complex. So again, Super Greens Essential Source, Omega-3, and B-Complex, and Chiropractic Care. Now what we're doing is we're putting together a plan for pregnant women. A lot of times you say, well, you go to your gynecologist. I'm not saying don't go to your OBGYN. Don't go to your medical. Make sure you go to them. I'm saying don't go. Make sure you go to your medical doctors and make, get evaluated. But now we're taking care of you so that you can have a healthier baby. Calcium is going to be essential for heart and bone health. It's important for muscle and nerve function. Recommendations for pregnancy, about 1,000 milligrams a day. So where do we get our calcium from? Well, Dr. Joe, I got to drink milk. I got to drink milk. No, milk is not a good source of calcium, actually. In fact, if you look at what's called the nurses study, which is an ongoing study, it's been going on for decades. What, one of the things they found with this ongoing continuous study of following nurses through their life cycle is the more dairy products they consume, the higher the rate of osteoporosis. Wow. So dairy products, not a good source of calcium. It has calcium in it, but it's not easily absorbed by humans. So better choices that I find would be things like bok choy. Um, if you're going to do tofu, tofu's fine. Uh, Plant-based milks, broccoli, Chinese cabbage, kale. Pretty much what? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Those are great sources of calcium. And here's the thing with calcium. 
Many times you don't need more calcium, you just need less acid. When you put acid in your body, the body has to neutralize the acid. The body uses calcium as its primary neutralizing agent. So the body will give up calcium from the bones and the blood to neutralize the acid in your digestive system. If you're not eating a high acid diet, that means eliminating alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, what's gonna happen is you're going to have more calcium to use. So it's much better. Iron, another one, iron is needed for maintaining healthy red blood cells, connective tissues, and hormones. Um, and it circulates throughout the body. So pregnant women should get around 27 milligrams per day. So wait a minute. If I'm not eating animal flesh or blood, actually, is what the iron is, where do I get my iron? <clears throat> Things you can do. Lentils, beans, spinach, kale, peas, nuts, raisins, blackstrap molasses. Uh, you could use fortified foods if you wanted to. Uh, dried organic apricots. So eating foods rich in, in iron is going to do well for you. And iron is going to be found in what? Things that are red and things that are green. Vitamin C can help iron absorption. Iron supplements many times can cause constipation. So let me talk about iron here for a second, because sometimes it's confusing. There's two sorts of iron, heme and non-heme. Heme comes from blood, like hematologist. So if you're eating an animal product like meat that has blood in it, there it is. Milk, not a good source of iron, by the way but you gotta eat the blood of the animal, you'll get heme iron, easily absorbed, readily used. Non-heme iron comes from plants, not easily absorbed, unless you have vitamin C present. So luckily, Mother Nature planned this out for us, and so if you're gonna eat plants, fruits, and vegetables, you're gonna get vitamin C along with the non-heme iron. I like the non-heme iron because it does, it's not constipating and it doesn't come from animal products. So as long as you're eating enough fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, you should be fine with your iron. If you have to take an iron supplement, I recommend a plant-based one because the heme ones, the non-plant-based ones, and sometimes even take iron from like rocks, which is not a good source, that can cause the constipation with iron. And that's something we don't want, especially during pregnancy, because you're producing a lot more waste products. You gotta get that out of your system. Another nutrient we have to be concerned about during pregnancy is B12. B12, vitamin B12, is essential for healthy nerves and blood vessels. It helps make DNA. It prevents things like megaloblastic anemia, which we talked about earlier. Recommendation for pregnancy is 2.6 micrograms per day, and it can be found in things like nutritional yeast. I love nutritional yeast. I use it every day. Now, nutritional yeast, make sure it's fortified with B12. But nutritional yeast is loaded with B vitamins, loaded with amino acids, and it's a very savory flavor to it. If I had to compare it to something, I would probably compare it to maybe like cheddar cheese something rich and flavorful like that. Some people have tried putting it in with super greens and essential source. I personally don't like that because the super greens and essential source have a very sweet flavor to them. The, the nutritional yeast can be a little savory and I don't like mixing those too. But I use nutritional yeast in soups. I make soup all the time in the winter. Salads, anything savory to nutritional yeast is just spectacular. It tastes great. You feel good when you eat it. So I recommend you add that to your diet as well. Uh, Plant-based milks many times are fortified with B12. In a supplement form, things like prenatal vitamins, I would recommend Dr. Joe's B-Complex. So once again, what do we cover? Super greens, essential source, omega-3 fatty acids, and B-Complex as part of the dietary plan for women that are pregnant. And even if you're not pregnant, I take those all every day too, by the way. Something that most people are deficient in, vitamin D. Vitamin D is responsible to help the body absorb calcium for strong bones and teeth. So you could be taking calcium all day, every day. But if you don't have the vitamin D to go with it, it's just not gonna work. And it's why I've never, in my career, 35 years, 
I've never seen a woman take calcium and reverse osteoporosis ever. Now, I've seen lots of women reverse osteoporosis and hardening of the arteries by going to a plant-based diet, by taking supplements like super greens, essential source, nitric oxide opens up the blood vessels and it increases circulation. I've seen that happen all day, every day. So calcium is just one of the things you need for bones. You need magnesium, you need vitamin D, you need boron, silica. So what I recommend when a patient's coming with osteoporosis is get you off the acid foods. Acid foods are what? Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Stop eating the acid foods, replace them with alkaline foods that are high in things like calcium. And then in the winter, I always recommend we take a, a, a vitamin D. And I take uh, Dr. Joe's vitamin D. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Now, we have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. So if you want to save shipping costs, go to our offices and you can pick up the supplements. And if you want to make an appointment, which again, if, if you're pregnant or plan on being pregnant, absolutely positively, I believe everyone should. But even if not, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, you've ever been in a car accident, I strongly advise you come see us. So folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Again, thanks for tuning in. Tell your friends about the show, the website, one more time, drjoe.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.